on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were on a Break podcast. We are starting a whole new season. Woo-hoo. We are on season four, episode one, the one with the jellyfish. How exciting to enter a new season. Oh my gosh. I am Chloe. This is Katie. I can't we are. wait to talk about this episode. When Me I was neither. watching it, I felt like this is an episode that I know is good. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I, like, don't rewatch it as much as, like, some other ones. This is becoming, like, this is a top-tier episode for me, I think. I definitely watch this episode all the time and could quote the hell out of it as I was watching it. It's a very good one, and mm-hmm. I love it. Just, there's so many parts about it that I love. I think what really makes this episode work for me is that there are so many, like, there's so many reveals there's a lot of like tension in this one Mm -hmm. like we have the tension of like like kind of the mystery of like what did Rachel put in the letter like what is Ross agreeing to like the reveal of about that like the reveal of like oh is she gonna find out that he doesn't know and then we have Joey and Chandler and Monica and their traumatizing Mm -hmm. event Mm -hmm. and the buildup of like what the hell happened between them Yep. And I just think it works so well. I think it's a really, really solid, like, well-written episode. It's fantastic. Which, speaking of writing, I totally forgot about this. Um, But currently, I'm in the process of, of writing a pilot script. So I was going through some online archives to, like, find pilots to read, kind of, mm-hmm. like, to refresh my memory on the structure And I came across the Friends pilot. Mm -hmm. And it was so different to the pilot that aired. Oh, really? I feel like it was like an original draft. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really fascinating to read. All the characters were so much meaner to each other. Really? You? Ha- Why didn't you send it to me? I want to read it. Oh, I I can send it to you for sure. Oh it's my like god, a, I would love download. to read it. But it was crazy. Like you know how we talked about how like Monica wasn't invited to Rachel's wedding, and we were like, that's kind of strange. What happened? There's a lot more resistance from Monica in this script. Like, she keeps trying to convince Rachel to, like, not live with her. Like, she's clearly pissed at her. (laughs) That's funny, though. (laughs) And then Joey is, like, kind of an asshole. Like, they really dig into him being, like, a womanizer in this pilot. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of jokes between all of them that are, like, I'm going to hit you on the head with a hammer. Like, what the I fuck? I jump off a bridge. Like, they all are so fucking salty to each other. Not hit you in the head with a hammer. <laughs> I swear that was what I forget. It, it might have been Joey who says that. But it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, the characters in this hate each other. <laughs> I my feel God. Like it's a very good example of the way that a show evolves over time and the way a pilot mm-hmm. evolves. And probably what the influence of casting can do. Do you have 
a fish clock behind you? I do have a fish clock, and there's a story <laughs> behind it. <laughs> I was going to say, well, but first I would like to ask about mm. a thing about it. The fish are all in different positions. Does that mean, like, different things for the time? Well, each each number is represented by a different fish. For example, I believe eight o'clock is a walleye. <laughs> then we have like an Alaskan trout. All of this. <laughs> Where did you get the fish clock? So, so the story of the fish clock. Oh, even better. We took this feature out, but you can set it up so that every time the hour changes, it makes the sound of a fish slapping out of the water. Is there any way that you could turn it on right now so that we could hear it at some point during the duration of this podcast? Um, I could ask Nolan if he can put a <laughs> put a battery in it. It's really jarring. That's why we took it out because it like okay because we would forget about it and all of a sudden it would be like <laughs> and we were like oh shit <laughs> oh my god. But what happened is. We got invited to, like, a white elephant gift exchange for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I found this on Amazon. And I was like, you know, it was going to be out in, like, Central Coast, California. A lot of Nolan's family, like, they have, like, a country vibe a little bit. Okay. And I was like, I'm sure they would like a fish clock. And it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of useful. And then the party got canceled because everyone got sick. Stop. So, so now, like, we didn't have a place to bring it. So then we just took the fish clock. And this apartment's kind of like a cabin-y vibe. So I was mm-hmm. like, I think it'll work. I love it. I love it. You were talking and you moved a little bit. And I was like, are those shrimps? And then I was like, wait. <laughs> I think she has a fucking fish clock. And the the hands of the clock are like a... Fishing pole? fishing pole, yeah. It's like a fishing Good. rod. <laughs> That's great. I recently was swiping on Bumble and I was seeing all of the guys with like the fish and the photos with them. And I like, I just, I don't understand why they take photos of the fish that they catch. Like no one cares. Your family <laughs> doesn't even care. That you caught that fish. Like, I just don't understand the catching fish photos. If you're going to do it, like, it better be a fucking impressive fish. It better not be a fish that I could, like, see in the Albertson seafood section. <laughs> it needs to be, like, a two, like, two-man carry. There was one uh, bio that I took a screenshot of because it was so bad. Let me read it to you. It was... Some of these are quite literally just so bad that I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what and why. Okay. This guy, he's wearing a wolf shirt, really big wolf shirt with a big moon on it with a really big chain. And underneath it, he's, it says something I will never shut up about dot, dot, dot. And he says, I don't think that Trader Joe's qualifies as a grocery store. If you were hosting Thanksgiving, you gotta go to Ralph's. (laughs) I kind of think that's funny. (laughs) 
It's not true. It's not you true. Could fucking it's get, you could fucking get so much. Okay, this one, though, is the one that made me wish that, like, <laughs> someone would just arrange my marriage because this makes me never want to date again. Okay. <clears throat> Still waiting for my kidneys to grow into adult knees. No. <clears throat> Eye color, brown. I think... I can't see my own eyes. This is the same Bl- guy? Mm-hmm. Blood type, Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what? And then uh, height 6266 uh, in heels, ladies. Wink. Okay. The re- Here's what I think. The first of all, the Thousand Island dressing one got me. That one, because I love Thousand Islands. That's fine. If that was just it, yes. I would swipe. But all together, no. What the fuck does still waiting for my kidneys to grow into adult knees mean? Is that a joke? Yeah, like kid knees. I guess, but like, I hate it so all much. Of, here's the thing: if it was just like one of those things, and the rest was like informative about him, like mm-hmm. I'd be like, "That's kind of funny that he slipped in one joke, one, you know." Sure, but all right. together, it's like, do you want me to get to know you? Like, no, he doesn't. What? He doesn't. He, no one's swiping. I want to see the girls that are swiping on that, and then we have this one, which just made me mad. Mm-hmm. He goes, local dumbass just mass- matching with people for the ego boost. Smiley face. No. Polyamorous. So I obviously have a girlfriend. Don't even try. What? <laughs> then, asterisk, hey, in all caps, I will ask you for a test if you want to do anything physical. Don't cry about it, dork. <laughs> This is like, okay, this is my least favorite man. And it's the kind of man who says, like, my sense of humor is that I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, everyone has met, that's like everybody's stepdad, you know? Like, Ugh. everyone's met a guy like that. It's my least favorite kind of person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're just resistant to any kind of self improvement. And here's the thing, I wonder, because he, I don't know, like, I don't know that he's actually Polly, Mm -hmm. or if his girlfriend has no idea that he has a bumble and he's out there swiping on people and then asking them to get tested so that he can go back and lie to his girlfriend, because if if they get tested, there's no way that he could get an STD and that his girlfriend would find out. Mm -hmm. You know? I just never know. Because then there was like, there was like a couple who messaged me, and they were Mm -hmm. like, you're really pretty. Which, like, I'm not interested, but that's, like, I'm, I'm, I like that more than whatever the fuck that bio was. You know, it's just rough out here. Oh, my God. I don't know if this is, like, controversial or if it's not controversial at all. But <laughs> I think... Hot take. <laughs> uh, uh, this could be a hot take. It could be cold. I don't know. You tell me. But <laughs> I think that, like... People, like, I feel like the the polyamorous thing, like, going on a dating app and, like, looking for a third or, like, something like that, I feel like, shouldn't that, like, shouldn't you stick to, like, your own app for that? So that way, like, the people who are coming on to, like, mm. 
just find a date, like a monogamous thing, like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be better to like that keep it separate so that way, like, you know for sure, like these people are coming to this app because they want to be in a threesome or they want right. to be in a throuple, which I guess right. relevant to today's episode. Really, truly is like, and then like. It just takes out all of the sifting through for everyone well, see, involved. And I kind of felt guilty because I was swiping and swiping and I'm like, in every bio, it's like Polly in a relationship, Polly in a relationship. And I, that's great. I'm just not interested in that. I just want to date one person. Um, and then I like, every time I would see it, I would almost like roll my eyes. And it's not like I'm not rolling my eyes at the fact that you're Polly. It's just that I'm trying to find someone who's not in a relationship. Yeah. That's what, that's literally the reason that I'm on Bumble. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be easier for them to find someone. It would be easier like it would just be easier to navigate if it was like you could filter that or yeah. I mean I'm sure it has its own like app or corner of the internet where people go for that kind of stuff. You know what? Maybe because I have mine set to all genders oh. and no genders that I'm seeing more than maybe somebody else might see. The algorithm is stereotyping you. Well, yeah. Because, like, maybe if I were, like, straight, then it would only be showing me, like, men. And then I wouldn't be having that. But mm-hmm. then, I don't know, like, this guy. I don't know. They slipped I don't know. the cracks. He, yeah, he really did. What a time for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. May I, mm, I'd kill for an 18-page letter front and back right now, you know? <laughs> front and back. That's really more like a 36-page letter, really. You fell asleep? <laughs> the way that she fucking says that literally lives rent head. Rent head. Rent, rent head. <laughs> rent head in my head. I'm well, not even correcting it. Figure it out. I cannot wait to get to that scene. Why don't we dive into the Let's recap? Because I Let's can't take wait a deep to talk dive. about it. Yeah. Do you want to do uh, section by section or through the full episode? Let's just, let's go through the whole episode just because there's a lot of tension build up in this episode. Okay. Let's do it. So this is the one with the jellyfish. It originally aired on September 25th, 1997. It was the season four opening episode. Directed mm-hmm. by Shelley Jensen and written by Will Calhoun. I I think both of them did a great job. I think the directing in this episode is fantastic. I do too. And obviously the writing is amazing as well. I don't have any like issues with the episode today. Like with like how they did it or anything like that. It's mostly just like things that happen it that I'm like, well, wait, but what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's not... um. I don't think there's a weak storyline in this episode. Yeah. And I didn't have an issue finding titles either because there was so much in the episode to pick through. Mm -hmm. I think I forgot to write my titles, but but just that you get there. Yeah, I was going to say I the amount of time that I actually forget and write them during (laughs) and I don't tell you, you know, you just it's it's a secret. Well, we have this opening that we've mm-hmm. never done before, and I don't think we've ever done it since, but this is an opening where Joey explains what happened previously, and it's adorable, yeah. I think. It is very cute. It's so cute that he's like, Chandler was doing this thing, I don't know what it was, and Phoebe was doing this, don't know. Like, I kind of wish that they would do that more, 
like, throughout mm-hmm. the series, like, have more narration like that. As we are going through this, I'm realizing that, like, with each new episode, it's solidified for me more and more that Joey is my favorite now. <laughs> I love Joey. <laughs> Joey this... <laughs> is just so perfectly wonderful. For some you know? reason. And, it, wow, has he come a long way from that original pilot that I read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly, yeah, definitely. Jesus. Hit yeah. you on the head with a hammer. Yeah, for real. <laughs> now, here we are at the cliffhanger moment that we left off on at the end mm-hmm. of season three. Ross is standing in the hallway. Who is he going to pick? Is he going to go to Bonnie's room or is he going to go to Rachel's room? Yep. And we get a little bit of a fake out because he opens the door and there are both Bonnie and Rachel in the room. Yeah. Rachel yeah. is applying aloe vera to Bonnie's bald, burned head. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know when I said that I didn't have any issues with the episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, so I, ugh, I do. Um... How's she going to get a sunburn if she shaved her head in the middle of the day and only went for a night swim? Wasn't the sun still out, though, when she shaved it? I don't think so. It's a strong moon out there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a strong moon. It's a strong moon. Maybe maybe they just have a really strong lamp in their room, like one of those <laughs> restaurant lamps that like cooks <laughs> cooks things while it's still resting under it. Her head, she's sitting there reading a book, her head is just like sizzling. <laughs> no, it's cuz on on I am uh I M B D, it says it says it. I was like, "Let me look cuz I feel like it says it on there." But yeah. She shaved her head in the middle of the day. No way she could have gotten a sunburn because she went swimming at night only. Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't even think what about that until What the fuck? <laughs> I definitely thought about that. I think I think it's just canon that there is a restaurant style lamp in in the bedroom. <laughs> That's what did it. <laughs> now we are also concluding the cliffhanger at Phoebe's new mom other phoebe's house (laughs) yep so uh we're back there with terry gar playing what turns out to be phoebe's mother who is also Mm -hmm. named phoebe Mm. um and we just got the reveal that you know this isn't just her parents friend this is her actual biological mom and she kind of has to explain to her now the concept of a thruple (laughs) yes which is what (laughs) lily and frank and phoebe were I kind of love, though, that, like, that's what Phoebe came from. Like, it just, Mm -hmm. like, this is one of the weird things that we've applied to Phoebe that doesn't piss me off, like Mm -hmm. making her mom a cat in the next episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This one makes sense. And it's also weird now that I'm thinking that we go from this episode to her being like, this is my mother reincarnated into a cat when she just found out that her mom lives at the beach. Also... Mm -hmm. Another issue I have with the episode. Haircuts, people. Um, I know that we went a whole summer, but everybody's got different hair. And here's an idea. If you know that you're going to do a one-two parter, Mm -hmm. just finish the fucking second part in the same day when you're all wearing the clothes and still have the same hair. Mm -hmm. And then take your summer break. Just an idea. I don't know how it works. (laughs) I feel like this is back in the day when people weren't, like, binging 
shows mm-hmm. and like people didn't have DVR, so they were just like, meh, like they didn't have to worry as much about continuity. They're like, no one will remember. It's one of those things, though, that I notice so much in movies that it will piss me off. In Wonder (laughs) Woman, there was one part where it went from him having just a completely different haircut to another one, and it it takes me out of the movie. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Doesn't somebody have a job to make sure that this doesn't happen (laughs) now? What in the hell? Come on. Supervisor over here. (laughs) They take the pictures. They take pictures of you to know that you look the same the next time. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. Ross's hair is definitely longer. This is when he's starting to enter his like long haired era, which I don't care for. Yeah, well, Phoebe's mom's hair is far shorter, mm-hmm. and uh, Chandler's hair is also incredibly short as well, compared to the last episode. Yeah, I'm not falling for it. Next, don't day, they have people that are ass. cutting that are cutting the hair on set too? I'm so confused, you guys. What if there's a a heat lamp in their rooms that causes their hair to? Uh, what is up with you in the, in the lamps today? <laughs> I'm just you are so into the lamps. lamps. <laughs> I like it, honestly. Now, back at the beach house, Chandler continues to do the I want to be your boyfriend bit with Monica. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is really, this is just going to go on forever. I guess it will. Um, I guess because they can't wait for the climax of the end, it's really going to pay off that joke. Uh, we'll see. But That one joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoebe barges in with the news about her mom. This scene, not as much happens in, but I did want to talk about it because there's a part where Chandler is like trying to make Phoebe feel better. And he's like, I found a dried seahorse and it unlocked a super specific memory in my brain. Okay. Where I had, I'm like the kind of person where like, if someone offers me anything free, I'll take it, even if I have no use for it. Okay. Like, and I'm trying to get better at this. Okay. But when I was a child, especially, like, anything free, I'd be like, yes. So I had an art teacher who, for some reason, was like, I have these dried seahorses. (laughs) Does anyone want them? And I said, hell yeah. And I took this Ziploc bag that had, like, three dried seahorses in it and I didn't have anything to do with them so I just put them in the drawers of my <laughs> my room with my clothes and I would forget the actual dried dra- seahorse in with your stuff it was in a bag but yes oh it was in the bag it was in a ziploc bag okay but sometimes the ziploc bag would open and the seahorses were in there for like a couple of years so they were like crushed so then Stop. i would get dried seahorse flakes on my clothes and then finally it reached the point one day where my mom was like what the fuck is this and like opened my drawer and it was just a bag of dried seahorses that she didn't know i had and she made me throw them away. I, oh, I need a second. <laughs> I forgot that this happened until I watched the episode today. Mm-hmm. And I talked about having a dried seahorse. I, keep in mind, I was like 12. <laughs> First question. What the fuck is your art teacher doing with a Ziploc bag? 
of fucking dried seahorses. I don't know. Two. <laughs> You're just walking around with fucking seahorse corpse on you. <laughs> Your mom's like, what is this? And you're like, it's just my dried seahorse. This is my dried seahorse, mom. They escape from the bag sometimes and then I wear them. It's like a horror story. My mouth was actually open for a lot of that. That was that was really shocking. I, nothing could have prepared me for that. I don't know. I wish you were single so that I could force you to go onto a first date mic'd and I could hear the reaction of somebody that you're dating as you tell them this story. Well, I've never I've never told Nolan this story. Nolan, did you hear my seahorse story? Just now. What'd you think? It's pretty bad. He's just shaking his head at me. Disgusting. It's bad. It's really, oh my God. Uh, I would have been, if I were your mom... I would have been so concerned. I would have My been like, what? My mom was used to that shit by then. She was just like, oh. just throw this away. She was like, I don't know how you got it. Just throw it away. Oh, my <laughs> this God. This is the same art teacher who was once giving, like, she was getting rid of these, like, six-foot-tall fake coconut trees that were made out of paper. And I was like, I'll take them. But then I forgot that I said I would take them. So then one day after school, when my mom was picking me up, this lady just came out with these giant fake coconut trees and was like, okay, are you here to pick these up? And my mom was like, what the fuck? And she was like, okay. And then we took them. But like, they were really old and dusty. And like, in Girl. the- in the tube. What the fuck is going on? A cockroach fell out of like the tube while we were unloading it and like ran into my house. Ah! Oh my god, I just literally screamed. You're gonna have to edit that out. So but oh I my had- god. So then I had these two fake coconut trees that like infested my home. Oh my god. I impulsively I'm- decided I'd take them. Girl. That's the kind of life I'm living. <laughs> Holy shit, that was a ride. <laughs> Should we get back oh to my this? god, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying yes. <laughs> With no thought. <laughs> Girl, my god. Anyway, um <laughs> Anyway, Ross breaks up with Bonnie. <laughs> I can't even imagine also what happened to you as you watched this episode and he held it up and just the flash of it all went through your mind of like, oh, yeah, my dried seahorses. I was like, I can't wait to tell this story to (laughs) Katie. She's going to love it. I fucking loved it. My God, that was crazy, dude. (laughs) Jesus. Now, (laughs) to get back to reality. (laughs) And by reality, I mean friends. (laughs) Christ. Ross uh, breaks up with Bonnie. She leaves. Bye-bye. He goes back to Rachel. But before they do anything, Mm -hmm. Rachel needs him to read this Mm 18-page front and back letter. Mm -hmm. Um, It's 5.30 in the morning. I don't think the length is unreasonable so much as, like, the fact that she expects him to read it right then and there. Why can't he just, like, why can't they spend the night in different rooms and then he reads it tomorrow? Right? Like, I would just be like, okay, like, I'm going to bed now. I would go to sleep. And then when I wake up, I would read it. Like, does she not need to sleep? It's 530 in the morning. 
I don't, and also how did, I, I mean, I guess she had all the time that they broke up. And also I hated the joke when he was like, I didn't realize how late it was getting until I saw the five o'clock shadow on her head. <laughs> it's awful. I know, it's I'm shit. like, you don't need to talk about her like that, okay? We already get that you don't like that she's bald. And also, if I were Rachel, I would be like, so basically you're cheating on your girlfriend again. Mm-hmm. How can I trust you, babe? I would also, I guess, be writing a letter because I would be self-conscious that he's just going to do it again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we know Ross does fall asleep. Right. For some reason, he decides to read it in the kitchen. <laughs> Why? Standing up. Why? Go to your room. How asleep standing up? Yeah, he's literally asleep with his head on the Well, no, he went to make coffee. That was definitely the set of the scene, because there was the coffee pot, and then the mug, and blah, blah, blah. (sighs) (laughs) This this did not have to happen this way. (laughs) This sigh. But obviously he didn't read it. He fell asleep. Yeah, Rachel comes in and all she's so cryptic about it. All she says is, "Does it?" Wow, this is make, she's making it so hard for him, which I kind of love. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she wants him to read it right away. She's surprised that he had to sleep. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he just say, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I fell asleep. Let me finish reading it." I. Kn- she would have been pissed, I guess. I don't know. That's the part I find unreasonable. The long yep. letter, I don't find that unreasonable at all because yep. we're a bunch of chatty Cathy's, so yeah, we do the it same happens. thing. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. He has but to... But also, why didn't she just have, like, a conversation with him? Yeah, that's another thing. She's like, hmm. <laughs> I guess for the suspense, it's a mnemonic. No, not a mnemonic. Oh, my God. It's a narrative device. It's a narrative device. Okay. I don't know why okay. I almost said mnemonic. I, was, um, I don't even know what mnemonic means, so I would have <laughs> been like, what? Anyway. He has to take a guess, and he says, it does, which was apparently the right response, because now they're back together. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in, like, a, a letter writing relationship? No. I Like, when I was in junior high, I feel like there were so many couples that I knew of who would, like, write each other letters. One guy, like, asked me out in a letter because he was too nervous to ask me. And I was like, yeah. But, um, no. I was not much of a writer unless it was in my journal. And I was like, dear diary, dad, taco. This also unlocked a childhood memory of mine, which was that when I was in junior high, it was me and three other girls who were friends. And the three of them all shared a journal that they would write in. And write letters to each other, and I was not allowed to be included in that journal. <laughs> and I'm still friends with one of them. I should ask them about it. <laughs> Girl, what? Why? How mean? Now that I'm looking back, I'm like, that is mean. But at the time, I was like, okay, I guess some people just aren't allowed to be included. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus, no! I feel like every episode I divulge a different (laughs) childhood trauma. (laughs) I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and she was like, yeah, in elementary school, there was this girl who stole my lunch every day. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? She was like, yeah, that day it was taquitos. And I was like, sweetie, sweetie, what? (laughs) 
right. that like things are fucked up. Like when you're a kid, you're just like, okay, I guess this is how life is. I've never lived it before. <laughs> My God, I've never lived it before. <laughs> it's true, but so sad. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting more depressed. <laughs> I'm sad. Oh no. Well, at least I'm not Monica or Chandler or Joey because <laughs> this next scene is going to be real rough for them. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, Monica implies that she would not date Chandler if there were a nuclear holocaust and he was the last man on earth. Pretty rough, but pretty funny. And then... Pretty rough, but pretty funny. (laughs) But then she gets stung (laughs) by a jellyfish. Yes. And I'm not trying to be rude, but the pain acting... It's pretty (laughs) bad. It's not good in this. You know what I kept thinking? So she's wearing this itty bitty bikini top and like kept bending over and like doing all this stuff. I just kept thinking like, damn, must be so nice to be able to bend over and not just have like two massive boobs also like go over and clap each other and then like you move and then they move and... No one's looking you in the eye because your boobs are moving, and I get it, you know. But like, yeah. wow, what a what a time in her little bitty bikini top. Like she when she so bent cute. over, there there wasn't anything. Just like you, like I could literally like, just you know, I could put mine on a tabletop. I can hold her hold like binders and water bottles under these, and she's just bending over, you know. How, wow, what kind of life is it when you know that your boobs will stay in place no matter where you go? That sounds awesome, because sounds... over here it's like, do your boobs hang well, do they wobble too, I can tie them in a knot and in a bow, so, yikes. They lay next to me on the bed, like, it's, I'm not alone, because I have my boobs literally laying next to my armpits. <laughs> you have something to cuddle all the time. Oh, love them. <laughs> no, Joey, I do like the line where she's like, damn all the jellyfish. Yeah, that was the only part that breaks up. Yeah, it's but it's the only part that breaks up her terrible acting. I love. Ow! Ah! That's exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) I just and that's like I feel like I would have been like fuck, shit. I would have been like cursing. I wouldn't be like oh ah. Sound like Princess Peach out there. (laughs) Yeah, they have to keep it network television appropriate. Yeah, I guess. Jeez. Uh, Joey suggests that they pee on it. Mm. We don't know what happens because Mm -hmm. we're going to cut to the next scene at the beach house. Could I tell you something? Yes. Apparently, urinating on a jellyfish sting would not cure it, but it would actually aggravate the injury by releasing more venom from the urine. Oh, shit. So, so don't work. piss. Don't don't pee on it <laughs> when you get stung. Just literally go find somebody to help you. There you go. Anyway, Damn, continue. debunked. Discovery Channel got it wrong. They really did. <laughs> I love that Phoebe is so happy for Rachel and Ross getting back together, even though it, she acknowledges that it does screw over her friend. Yeah, oh, but not for Bonnie. (laughs) But it is a very sweet moment. Bonnie leaves broken up with and bald. Yeah. They really did this bitch dirty. It's, this is like, (laughs) 
like everyone that comes in contact with this main friend group, I think leaves a little bit worse. Like think of Janice. Yeah. Like, oh, poor maybe Janice. Maybe did a number on that poor girl too. I know. She seems like she ends up okay though when we get to the very last maybe season and episode. One last moment of weakness. <laughs> Joey, they're never coming down now, or Chandler. <laughs> Not Joey. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, the three come back from the beach. They're all shell-shocked. Something clearly happened. And then we get to the end of this scene where Rachel goes upstairs and Ross finally gets to finish reading the letter. Mm-hmm. And he said, it does. Oh, it truly does. It most certainly does not. <laughs> now that he finally has time to read it, he knows what he's agreeing to. And then when he's fucking talking to the guys about it, and he's like, I'm not the reason we broke up. Who um, is? Who, literally, like, who else? You literally had sex with someone else and then lied to her about it. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're absolutely the reason that you guys broke up, babe. I, what are you talking about? The fact Such that she's victim. even forgiving him for it is like... I know! After he, he cheated on her with Bonnie, too! Like, I just... Mm-mm. I don't think he che- well he didn't cheat on her with Bonnie but he no but like he he's cheating same, with Rachel yeah. while with, like it's just this not is a good. pattern about, like from him you know finds his cousin sexy it's just a bad <laughs> it's not good I wrote in my notes I fully agree with Chandler he needs mm. to just accept it and move on like if he wants to be with Rachel he needs to accept that like this is her POV. It's not going to change, even if he doesn't think he's in the wrong, which mm-hmm. makes no sense. Like, if you want to be with her, you got to get over it and just accept it. Very true. But that's not really his style, as we know. No. Well, but also, Rachel won't shut the fuck up about it. If the I time was just what you needed it. to gain a little bit of perspective. <laughs> That's going to make me freak the fuck out, too. <laughs> That's true. I can't wait to talk about that scene. I, I'm really excited for it. I, You're right. She doesn't shut the fuck up. But I don't shut the fuck up about anything. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I see that, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, <laughs> this scene with Phoebe and Ursula mm-hmm. is so funny. It really is. I think Lisa Kudrow does such a good job because I forgot, like, I forgot while I was watching it and they were doing, like, the over-the-shoulder shots. Yeah. Of, like, the back of the head. Like, I forgot, like, oh, yeah, she's talking to a stand-in. Right. For, for those shots. Shoot, yeah. And it does not seem like it at all. Her, like, s- split character acting is really good. How did they do that? How did they get both of them on the screen? In those times. So it's kind of it's kind of the same thing they did with the parent trap where like you would basically like you'd set up the shot and then you'd film it with like let's say her as Phoebe talking blah 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 and then you keep the camera in the same place and then you film her on the side of Ursula talking blah 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 and then you just take those two different shots and like Squeeze them together, basically, so that... You can put them on top of each other? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And okay. then for all the shots where it's, like, 
you know, the over the shoulder, whatever. That's just a stand in with a wig. Right, that I got, yeah. but I have always watched and wondered, like, how they do this. As long as you, like, basically keep the camera in the same place, then you okay. can just Interesting. combine it. Okay, I love it. Um, this whole thing is so sad, but so funny. Where, like, she she goes to tell Ursula about her mom, and she's like, yeah, I know, it was in the suicide note, and she doesn't have it anymore, and Phoebe never got to read the poem, and, like, every time she talks to her sister, she finds out more and more, more. that Ursula knew that she never told the her. The worst one is when she finds out that she's literally a year older than she thinks <laughs> that she is. That's awful. <laughs> I think her not, I don't know, I think her not getting to see the suicide note is worse. <laughs> Also that. Not even knowing about it. Yeah, she didn't even know there was a note. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Which in the note, I guess, revealed the fact that this woman is their mother. Mm-hmm. Probably revealed that what their real age is. Yes. I, like, <laughs> her sister is just so mean for no reason, and I kind of love yep. that. Yeah, no, that, uh, hey, they do, they're not hitting each other in the head with hammers, but they have uh, Ursula to uh, be mean. Yeah. Blursula. <laughs> She's Blursula. <laughs> You're Ursula, but blurry. <laughs> I can't wait to look at the episode where she's doing porn, but, like, using <laughs> Phoebe's name. <laughs> that one's great, too. I love friends. <laughs> I, love I it can't so much. decide if like I can't decide if I want more of Ursula or if we get like the exact right amount of her to like still be I funny. Think, <laughs> I think that we do because I think if we got too much of it, we'd be like, ooh, hate this. Yeah. This is like one of those characters where it's like, I don't really need her to be like super like three-dimensional and like yeah. go into a lot of depth i just like her the way she is <laughs> yep same and what she is is fucking brutal 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent, dude <laughs> oh god she's such a bitch speaking of brutal this scene in the purple apartment where chandler and monica and joey can't even like look each other in the eye like they can't even <laughs> speak to each other and you have like Ross and Rachel like in the background like stargazing on the balcony together. This whole part where Phoebe walks in and Chandler's like, "It's Phoebe! It's Phoebe! We can talk to Phoebe! I'll give you a thousand dollars to talk to us." It's so <laughs> funny. I just don't like. Why is it so uncomfortable that somebody peed on you for a medical reason? <laughs> I wouldn't think it was that wild. I'd be like, "Thanks, dude. You're my bestie forever. Thank you for doing that." Yeah, they're really, they're close enough so that, like, Chandler and Monica will just randomly cuddle on the central perk couch together, but they're not yeah. so close that, like, for medical purposes, they have to urinate on one another. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, like, if I accidentally shit on you, I'd be really embarrassed, but, like, <laughs> I purposefully pissed on you when you were in so much pain. What's the problem? Yeah, we gotta talk about this reveal. This is... This is an iconic scene for me. There's two scenes, one of them being the Ross and Rachel scene, which we'll talk about, and then this scene that are in this episode and I think about all the time and I think they are just, like, perfect. Um, I absolutely love just, like, the drama of Joey and (laughs) Monica and Chandler explaining what the fuck went down. 
Yes. <laughs> like, I know that I critiqued Monica's acting earlier, but in this scene, I think it's really funny. Like, it's a lot better. I yes. Got stung. Stung bad. Stung bad. bad. <laughs> and I think, like, the direction is funny of how, like, like, she's over here, and he's over here, and then you have Chandler, like, wandering in the background, like, tearing his hair out. He's so, like, in such anguish. It's almost like a play. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like the reveal of, like, a play when, like, all of the characters are moving and they each have spotlights on them and the, the stage is dark. That's what it reminds <laughs> me of. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, <laughs> melodrama to it. Like Chicago. It's giving, it's giving, <laughs> yes. you know... Monica could not bend the right way to pee on herself. So then Joey stepped up. I absolutely love Joey in this when he's like, I stepped up. If I had to, I'd pee on any one of you. But then he couldn't even do it. <laughs> he, got, he couldn't even he got fucking do fright. it. And then the reveal that they had to turn to Chandler. And Chandler with his hand in his head. His head in his hands is screaming. <laughs> do it now. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> it's just. It's really good. This is a great fucking episode. It's really. It's so good. This reveal it's... is so funny. I think it's because like the way that they reveal everything. It just pays off so well. I feel but... like the writing is so solid. And I really love the stage direction, particularly in this scene where like they're all kind of moving around in a way that builds the tension correctly. What pisses me off though, is that we put so much energy and so much perfection to this and we start off so strong mm-hmm. and then you're going to give me the next episode. I am so scared to talk about the cat episode. I never watch it. Ever. I don't ever. I don't even know what the other storylines are because I'm like, nope, not watching. It's so cringy. I just can't. I can't do it. But this is such a strong episode to start with. Yeah. And I'm, I'm mad. Like, how do you start? So, if you're going to give me mom and cat, don't make this so strong. You, It's not allowed. <laughs> you know, at least suck on this one, too. You can't you can't do this. Mm-hmm. They lulled us into a false sense of security on this. They did. Now, at Central Perk, we get a Phoebe song that I did not remember existed. And those are the 66 colors in my bedroom. I think about it all the time. I love that one. (laughs) I love when she's like, count the colors in your bedroom, except for you. You go away. (laughs) And she sees older Phoebe walk in. Yes. Now... Mother Phoebe? Older Phoebe? What are we calling her? <laughs> Mother Phoebe? Mother Phoebe? She's not... I guess she's kind of her mom, but, like, Lily's her mom. Phoebe's birth mom? Yeah, birth mom Phoebe. <laughs> birth mom Phoebe is there to apologize. She drove all the way from the beach. Yes, she did. Phoebe is still pissed. Poor Phoebe has just been let down by, like, every adult who has, like, ever existed in her life. Which is why she isn't one. Yeah, that definitely. That is like I just figured it out. Literally after you said that, I was like, and that's why she is so fun and childish. That's why she still believes in Santa. Mm-hmm. I guess we no, see. literally, like we, we've really just figured out her brain in this moment. Yeah, I love. I do love this moment where like 
she's kind of like, okay, we can try to find a common ground. And then, of course, the only way for them to do that is by picking the most generic things possible. Yeah. Like, I love pizza. I love the Beatles. I love puppies. Like, things that everybody likes. Yeah. But it is really touching, like, to see them both making that effort, even though, you know, Phoebe's like, I'm still mad. But you're Phoebe right. Phoebe does walk down the aisle to a Beatles song, though, played on um, bagpipes? Drums? Steel drums. Oh, yeah, drums. the steel drums. You're right. Yes. I forgot about that. She really does like the Beatles. <laughs> Love that tidbit. Love it so much. I just realized they, like... They never brought her mom back for that episode. I wonder if Terry Garr had uh, retired from acting by that point. Every time that you take a sip of your Starbucks green matcha drink, I think that you're drinking a shamrock shake from McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Every single time. (laughs) You know, I had a shamrock shake for the first time ever last year. Was it good? I don't even know that I've had one. It tastes like a vanilla shake, but like with a little bit of mint. It's kind Ooh. of strange. It kind of tastes like you're drinking toothpaste. Uh, I don't want that. Yeah, it wasn't that I bet great. you it turns your shit green, too, with all that dye they got in it. Yeah, I was I was not a fan. People talk mm. about it all the time. Granted, I don't like mint that much, but I still I don't like, I do not, like gum, sure, but I don't want, like, mint-flavored tea. Ugh. <sighs> Piss me off with that shit. I don't understand, I don't understand people who, like, love peppermint and mint and all of that i'm like what you're punishing yourself while you I don't like eat this shit Mm-mm. like if it's a york peppermint patty sure yeah i know what i'm signing up for but i don't want like mint and dill and shit in my salad get it out yeah get it out i hate dill god i hate dill so Ooh, much I love dill like pickles dill. but i don't like dill and like salads and sandwiches and get it get it out of here <laughs> get it away from her Mm-mm. I was trying to think of like a dill pun. I was like, what the dill? I was like, that's not, <laughs> it's not good, Katie. It's okay, Katie. It's just not your dill. <laughs> that See, one? <laughs> that's what I was trying to do. And I came up with what the dill? <laughs> what? what the that's dill? what I, I'm like Chandler when he starts his job in advertising. It's not good. <laughs> It reminds me, I just can't not think about the baby from Rugrats. <laughs> Dill Pickles. <laughs> Dylan Prescott Pickles. Dill Pickles. Did you just realize that that's his name? Oh my god. <laughs> Chloe. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, wait. <laughs> God, this kid's name is Dill Pickles. His name is Dill. His brother's name is Tommy Pickles, and his name is Dill Pickles. I'd be so pissed. So I'd be funny. like, what the fuck? You gave my brother Why? a normal ass name, and you gave me a fucked up grocery list name? <laughs> but wait, it's so funny. <laughs> but wait, why? Sweets. I was so obsessed with Rugrats. I watched it all the time. I watched it all grown up. I've loved it. I think about it often. I really My friend and I... I just realized that I know that theme song the second you said it. I was like, I want the world to know. I remember that like the premiere of All Grown Up was like a huge thing on Nickelodeon. I think I was like eight or something at the time. 
My mm-hmm. friend and I literally had like a watch party for it. Yeah. Like, I went to uh, his house yes. and we did like a watch party for all grown up. <laughs> I'm actually concerned that 30 years old, I have discovered that his name, I've always known his name is Dill, like baby <laughs> Dill, like, but I've never thought about his name being Dill Pickles. Feeding oh my God. Friend, what can I say? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Wow, that was a really, I'm going to text my sister that and she's going to respond and be like, Katie, what the fuck is wrong, babe? What's going on? I'm so glad that you had that realization on the air. (laughs) My mouth literally dropped open. We've had so many discoveries together. (laughs) Some Some jaw-dropping revelations on today's episode. (laughs) From seahorses to this... Seahorse to dill pickles. This episode is one wild ride. I just the dry bits of seahorse all over your clothes. I I just can't. You know, when you're the third of four children, sometimes things just slip through the cracks. You know. But didn't you think? No, I was like twelve. But like you have pieces of dead seahorse on you. Didn't you think like? Maybe I should move them if they're getting on my clothes. <laughs> Why didn't you think to just re- I don't relocate know. I was a them? Spacey child, I have no defense. <laughs> you thought I'll just brush it off and keep on going. Yeah, I was like, eh, seahorse never hurt no one. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! Um, we ha- this is the most iconic scene. This is the one we've been building up to. This is the one with Ross and Rachel. Kind of like in their sexiest like reveal that we've ever seen. Like not the sexiest reveal. Okay, have we ever seen them like naked in bed together? Like Mm-mm. this is like real. The lighting, like this is like real sensual. Oh my god, you okay. capped your tongue. Okay. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I just look up and Katie's tongue is like trapped in the thing that she's. <laughs> eating i'm hungry and i was trying to very quietly eat a little <laughs> organic apples strawberry sauce from trader joe's which you can make a full thanksgiving meal out of if you wanted anyway so i'm eating this and i didn't want it to make sound when i when i let go from it so i put my tongue where the hole is now these are one of these like applesauce squeezers that are for children you know i love them because i can just you know i just drink them back and I put my tongue in and it got stuck and I like couldn't get it out for a second. And uh, yeah. Your eyes mm. were saying, help me. <laughs> I felt like help because I kept moving it, but I couldn't get it off. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. This is the. <laughs> I don't even sure know how to move said, past that. You said, oh my God, you've got your tongue stuck. <laughs> oh my gosh, her tongue is stuck. <laughs> Now, someone else's tongue is loose, and it's Rachel. No. <laughs> because stop it. She will not. They've clearly just had sex. She will not stop going on and on about the letter. Yeah. To the point that's a little condescending. It's a little Definitely. patronizing. Where she's like, Ross, you've just become such a big person now. I never thought you would reveal, like, how wrong you were. Like, 
That's, but also, that would be shocking for me as Rachel to hear Ross true. be like, I'm wrong, when really, on the inside, he doesn't feel that fucking way. I will say, what like the way she's saying this is really <clears throat> patronizing. I would 100% probably say the exact same thing. <laughs> I'd be doing it. I would be saying it. <laughs> like, in my head, I'd be like... Huh, I probably shouldn't be saying this right now. And then I would just keep on going because that's just the kind of person I am. <laughs> I honestly probably would do the exact same mm-hmm. thing. But also, it's got to be very shocking because the type of man that he is, he's such a victim that he yeah. couldn't be wrong. He didn't cause that f- breakup, even though he literally just slept with somebody else. Oh my God, no, couldn't have. I do love it when she's like, once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> She's like, my You mom. fell asleep? Her delivery, this is what I will say. I think this is a example of like a perfect television scene. The like the direction is amazing. When they're fighting, like as they're getting dressed, like mm-hmm. in a hurry, like yes. there's something about like you know, like, after you, like, have sex, like, you want to kind of be, like, slow about it. You're like, all right, I guess, yeah. like, I'll get up, whatever. Anytime you have to, like, get dressed quickly, <laughs> like, after having sex is jarring. Like Always. It's like, ah, yeah. something happened. Like, this is an emergency. Yes. So I yeah. love that direction. I think the delivery, like, the acting, every line that is delivered is perfect. And the writing, the is timing amazing. too, yeah, yes. just all of it so works. It is all so perfect together. Ross has reached his breaking point. Yes, <laughs> he's like we were he really on a has. fucking break. He reveals he did not read the letter. He fell asleep, as she says. <laughs> that delivery, I think of all the time, and I knew you Me would too. too. <laughs> I yep. was like, there's oh, 100%. no way Katie doesn't. I them. think about it on like anytime I hear somebody say asleep, I hear in my brain asleep. <laughs> so it's just it lives in there rent free. It's in there all the time. This is really the start of like I know we got tension between them the last season. It's mm-hmm. nothing compared to, like, the amount of fighting that's going to go on with them in season four. And this is yep. really what kickstarts it. Um, but then what's crazy is how season four ends. I God. cannot wait. So much happens. Because I watched it last night and I'm thinking in my head, like, what? <laughs> like, that's how it ends and this is how it starts? That's crazy. They come such a long way. <laughs> they do. Such strong beginning and endings to, seasons fo- to season four. There are some notable burns in this argument Mm -hmm. uh some of my favorites are ross saying y-o-u apostrophe r is you are y-o-u-r is your your (laughs) i also love his uh don't worry about me falling asleep i still have your letter (laughs) it's so funny amazing Um, and then of course the iconic now what i didn't realize though is that when she screams out after him when she's like it's not that common it doesn't happen to everybody and it is a big deal i've always known that this was a premature ejaculation joke Mm -hmm. but what i forgot about was their date where (laughs) like he she thought that he like came early or something but then like didn't he at one point or something or is that i couldn't decide if this was a premature ejaculation comment or if this was a can't get hard comment 
Well, but like that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like if it's like he either comes too fast or like he can't or he get hard or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like something. Ross would. Ross would not ever be able to come. Like he would either come way too quick or never at all. And then he'd mope about it all day. God. I bet. This is just reminding me of when he did that weird snort when they were going to have animal sex. <laughs> I can't not think about it. <laughs> oh my not even God. chipmunk sex. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't he, weren't they doing it right next to Monica too? Monica and Richard, that was the same night that they were, that's the condom yeah. episode? <laughs> Ugh, it's so weird. Oh my god. Also, <laughs> something I noticed throughout this episode, I was like, is this all supposed to happen in one fucking day? Because they're in the same clothes, like, throughout the entire then fucking it, episode. Like, Then it must be. Like, a lot fucking happened. Like, Monica's wearing that beautiful, by the way, black and white dress, like, the whole day. Like, I was like, how... Like, long are they... Did they come back on a Sunday morning? Like, they just have the whole day? They didn't change as soon as they got home? Like, it made no sense to me. Like, in my memory, I remember that they were back together for, like, a week or something. I thought that this took place, like, a No, I knew it was quick. I I always knew it was in the same day. I didn't know that. I was like, they're still fucking wearing these clothes? (laughs) I don't know why it bothered me so much. I've always known that it it was all very quickly, I think. These people do way more in a day than I do. Phoebe's got a fucking gig at the coffee house. She went to, she got back from the beach. She went to her sister's. She went to the coffee house. She went to get lunch. Like, this happened before lunch? The timeline is mind bending. <laughs> mind bending. I couldn't believe it. I don't know why. <laughs> I couldn't believe that your reaction so to it is so funny. funny. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. <sighs> Anything else to add about this scene? I feel like there's so much to say, but like. They say it all. Yeah, at the same time, all I can say is that it was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, same. I mean, I loved it all. I love rewatching it. An incredible episode. I'd give it a very high rating. It's great. I think I kind of prefer this fight to the, we were, like, the actual episode where they break up. Like, that fight. I think this one's just more entertaining. I think every definitely slappy. Slappy? Yeah. Snappy. <laughs> I was going with it. I was it's like, all, slappy. I like slappy. it. Like a slap across the face. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's also fun because the first time that they break up is so sad and so heartbreaking that it's fun to also get like a comedic side of it where you it lets go of some of like the sad him getting on his knees and holding her legs mm-hmm. type of a vibe, you know? His whole like, when she's like, we are so over and he's like, uh, uh. Fine by Fine me. by me. <laughs> I could do every line of that scene. Same. I did not realize how much that I watched this episode and how much <laughs> I knew it. No idea. Um, and in the last scene, Chandler and Monica decide that he could never be her boyfriend because he will always be the guy who peed on her. Mm-hmm. And now that you're mentioning it, I think it would be really fun to watch this episode and then immediately watch the season four finale episode 
Right? Because everything is different for all of these characters, even Phoebe. Phoebe's going to be, spoiler alert, pregnant (laughs) by the end of this season. With her brother's babies. (laughs) I guess the only one who, like, stays the same in every season is Joey. (laughs) He's homesick because he misses pizza. Yeah. That's (laughs) his storyline is that he wants to eat pizza in America. Oh my and god. he meets Fergie, baby. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh my More. god. A fantastic episode. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of some titles. titles. I'll go first since I have some. Um, I have the one with the guy who pees on Monica. <laughs> like that. I wanted to keep it vague. Uh, and I have the one with the letter. Um, it's just a little obvious. And then I have the one where Ross falls asleep. <laughs> just because I wanted I that, that in one. there. <laughs> and I, that's it. I have um, the one with the 18 pages. I like that. Um, this one purely for the purposes of our episode, the one with the dried seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> And my last one is the one where it so does not. I think what makes me so mad is that you just made those up and they're far better than mine. (laughs) I like the one with the letter. I think that one is like. No, but the one with 18 pages is so much better. I think this one's a hard one because I think the one with the jellyfish is like the perfect title for it. It is, definitely. And I feel like it's always harder to name the ones. Where, like, the title is already what it should be. You know, looking back, so much happened in this episode. It really did. And all in one like, day, I, when, apparently. When we were starting it, I was like, oh, what a fun little episode. Like, can't wait to talk about it. Now that we've talked all about it, I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. They really jam-packed you in there and you don't even really notice it. I think of the four season openers that we've watched so far, I think this is probably the best, like, season kickoff yes. episode that we've seen. Definitely. And it's like really, really funny. It's not just that a bunch of stuff happens. It's like really hilarious. I would give anything to go back in time and be able to watch all of this for the first time again. Oh God, I know. I can't even. And to like not know what's happening. Like ugh, to not have the Barbados episode absolutely <laughs> memorized, you know, like. Kitty, it's been a long time since you've mentioned the Barbados episode. I'm like, I'm pretty Don't proud worry. of you. Don't worry, I'm, I'm so still watching it. I'm proud of how much you've grown. <laughs> I go, I'm going into my Rachel mode. <laughs> time is no, what yeah, you I needed. Mean, I, I, I still watch it a lot. <laughs> but I figure I shouldn't constantly talk about it. It's annoying, but I love it. I kind of forgot about your obsession with so, it, but I'm so excited to get to it. We're closer. I was going to bring it up when you were like, Joey is the best character because he is. Because when when Chandler and no, when jo- no, when Ross <laughs> and Charlie break up. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> when Charlie and Joey break up, Ross immediately makes out with her before even talking to him about it. Yep. Terrible. But Joey was going to wait and have a whole conversation about Ra- with Ra- I can't speak. You know what I'm <laughs> saying, what though. Saying. 
Joey that I was going to bring that up. Joey and that's in the Barbados. Far and away, like the best friend. Oh, 100% of the group. Like Definitely. And I think like I think it's such a good thing like having seen the original character concept for him in like the mm-hmm. first draft of the pilot, like I do think that Matt LeBlanc has a lot to do with it because They talk about it in Matthew Perry's book, but I've heard about this in a lot of other interviews, too, about how, like, when Matt LeBlanc first read the script, he was kind of like, why would these women ever be friends with him? Like, the Mm. way that he talks about, like, women that he's been with. And, like, (laughs) why would any of these people, like, want to be with someone who's like that? And I feel like he was probably very influential with, like, making Joey a lot more, like, sensitive... And, like, a little more doofy rather than just, like, a dumb, like, alpha male, you know? Yeah, like, just wants definitely. to fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is my favorite and I love him. And it makes sense why he would get a lot of pussy because he's a likable guy in this exactly. version of the character. <laughs> yes, not when he's hitting people on the head with hammers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I... Know we say this at the beginning of every season, but I truly can't wait to talk about the rest of this. Me too. Because I feel like, I mean, a lot happened in season three, that's for mm-hmm. sure. But we get some truly iconic events in this one. Mm-hmm. So, and we're almost at season five, which is my all-time fave. So, uh, season five is fucking fantastic. I I can't wait. I love I, how we're like love. Can't wait to talk about this season, and then we're already on to season five, <laughs> and it's the first episode. Well, I don't know. Maybe like I feel like season four and season five are pretty close in my mind. Mm. So I guess we'll have to see. Maybe by the end of this, season four will have beaten season five. But I don't know. We'll I'm just saying it's strong. It's very yeah. strong. And have there's to break a it down and see. Yeah, definitely. Um, where can everyone find you, Katie? You can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. Where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at Cuckoo for Cloclo Puffs. If you loved this episode and you're looking forward to season four, and maybe you have a friend who also likes friends and they mm-hmm. don't know about they were on a break podcast, maybe you could go ahead and share this with them. Definitely do. And leave us a review or and a rating. We're going to hit you on the head with a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, watch out. <laughs> um, have a wonderful Super Bowl, by the way, Katie. Thank you. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just really excited to watch Rihanna. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that. That's the only reason I'm going to watch is for Rihanna. Right. Yeah. It, uh, what time do you think halftime is? The game starts at 330. <sighs> I don't know, like like five, four thirty or five, four thirty. Okay, because that's probably when I'm gonna tune in. I might make some uh, potato skins. Ooh, that's a great yeah. Idea. I got I got some of those, so I think I think that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm having brisket at this party. I can't wait. Damn, damn, bitch. <laughs> Send pics. Oh, I will. Okay, good. All right, guys. I almost said good night. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this as you fall asleep, good night, sweet dreams. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>